Listen, son, to all the sons out there. You can be anything you want to be. Keep God first and love yourself, love your family, and chase your dreams. Welcome to the Listen, Son podcast. All right, fellow listeners out there uh, for the Listen, Son podcast. Happy New Year to you all. Uh, glad we all persevered and made it to 2021. Uh, you know, if you're new, we, we welcome you aboard. If you've been listening, we thank you for your continued support. Uh, we just really truly appreciate it. Uh, I, I enjoyed this time with my father, who you see on the other side of the camera, Michael Bonsier, um, yep. Rick, my, my buddy, uh, Diamante McKinley. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy building this with them and, and what we have uh, set up uh, for fathers and sons. So we, we definitely tremendously appreciate the support. We just ask that you continue to do that moving forward. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, email us, have more interaction with, with the members of the podcast and just continue to build this platform. Uh, we think it's something that is needed, especially with what we're going through in our times right now. Uh, you can't have enough positivity. So that's where we're going to leave it at. Uh, our email will be on screen. Uh, social media platforms will be on screen. Anything that you need to uh, continue to listen on YouTube or on any of the podcast platforms. So, uh, Pops, you got anything to say to him before we get into the episode? Uh, just a happy new year to everyone. And hopefully we pray that this will be a better year than last year. Stay safe and continue to follow uh, the doctor and the physician orders. And that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Were you ever big into resolutions? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that used to be a big thing, man. You know, we, we all used to do that. A lot of us, man, uh, what are we going to stop doing? Eliminating out our diets, exercise more, you know, uh, financial gain, you know, the whole nine yards. That was like a tradition, you know. Gotcha. Got you. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not disciplined enough to stick with resolutions but if i if i do got one this year to be to be more disciplined be more okay. disciplined and to uh stick with stuff that you know is, is good for you like exercising reading your bible and absolutely side financial mm-hmm. increases and, and actually sticking mm-hmm. with it throughout all 12 months yeah so, that's good yeah you know uh, i give somebody like i said i get i give one uh one would be to uh definitely to uh tie it through uh, all year tied to, okay. to, to a foundation or something all year um, and to stay on track with my goal, my weight goal, as I transition back into working out and, and getting back on the field with some of the guys that I coach. So that's my resolution right there. Just one of those, one quarter. Well, those are good, good resolutions, man. Uh, you know, uh, you know, my uh, philosophy, your health is your wealth. So exercising and watching your diet and you can't go wrong with that. And then tithing is another one. You definitely can't go wrong with that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, so you're, you're on the right track for this year, son. All right. I appreciate that. We got some big stuff already happening. I think you and I both uh, watched the big game. Starting off, we watched the big game. So much stuff regarding Alabama and Ohio State. One of which I want to talk about Jalen Waddle. He was coming back from play. Mm-hmm. Caught, he caught the pass on the first series for Alabama. And you can see, you can really see he was still injured. He right. wasn't 100%. So when it came to me, or when you see a lot of other guys, you know, because it's a fine line to be, be between playing tough, playing through tough, you know, between nicks and nacks and being tough. And it's a difference between playing through injury. So when it came to me, how did you go about making sure I didn't you know, go out there and further hurt myself, but also making sure that I was a tough guy, you know? Well, uh, I really didn't, you know, you, you, you worked out hard, 
You worked out hard. I will push you, but I didn't have to push you like a lot of some, well, I should say some fathers because you didn't mind me getting personal trainers involved and sticking to the workout game plan that we was trying to do. We did ex- uh, throughout your 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 peewee all the way up until college. You might have had some nicks and bangs, but college is when I, I know that you really experienced a situation like that. And you should have reported it or handled it differently. You know, you... You, you you didn't get evaluated to me in a timely manner. You know, you you tried to fight through it and that's what you always have done. That's the toughness in you, the competitiveness in you. But uh, that injury was in your early in your career. So if you wanted to, my advice would get checked out if you had to sit out a few games, because uh, we were looking at the longevity. We was looking at the big picture, but you were looking you know, at the game, not letting your team down. And that's, that's just how you played the game, you know? So, but that particular injury that you got to, uh, up there at the uh, University of Stout, I thought you should have uh, got it checked out and uh, and took a few games off. Yeah, you know that's the difference. Like we have more time. We can get healthy. Yeah, obviously they have us one playing the national championship game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Having to go to the national football league. So. Mm-hmm. Was was better than playing the game or for him to save his stock? And, and well. Well, you know, it's hard, man. It's hard to tell, you know, your son not to play. And and, and and I know you, you know, and just basically talking about the experience that we had early in your career, you you were going to go out there, you know, but uh, as your dad, I would have, I, I probably would have tried to get you to understand that your stock, your, 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 your future career is much more than this right now. But at the same time, I do understand that this is a huge, huge game. Yeah. And I know how Wado is. And I know how yourself feel. So just uh, I just wouldn't let you go out there and play the game, man. And uh, even though you're not 100 percent, just just pray that we didn't uh, uh, cause any additional injuries that af- affect your future. Yeah. That's what I like about it. So a lot of you know, players are definitely saying, hey, man, get him out the game. You know, Alabama's going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. He got too much of a bright future, so I was even like other people were uh, mentoring for him from a distance. Mm-hmm. He wasn't only on fields, you know. They talked about yeah. fields. He, yeah, I think a rib injury, you know, yeah. or yeah. some type yeah. of injury, you know. So he wasn't, you know, they said he was ninety five percent, but he wasn't hundred percent either. So no, no, you could tell, you could tell that he wasn't a hundred percent. And like I say, man, huge games like that, man, you want to give it give it a try. As far as Alabama, part of it, you knew uh, uh, they was going to uh, event- eventually win the game. But you, the players just want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, they want to be a part of it. And, and you have to get your player to understand or your your, your son or whoever's in the game that it, it's 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 a, uh, bigger than this, you know. So mm-hmm. now how did you go about? You know, because after, after any type of loss that I, that I went through, you know, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to have anyone around me. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how I was preparing for big games. I don't know if you noticed, know but I think I had the same routine that I usually have. But when it comes to a big game, you know, I haven't played in a national championship game, but, you know, playoffs or a championship or that nature. How did you go about uh, helping me prepare for big games? Well, big games, you um you know, I always made sure that you uh, you ate well, got your proper rest that day, the night before, and, and, and ate well for that day. And, uh, you know, study film uh, before that. But, you know, you I didn't have to, like I said, I didn't have to 
make you study film. You didn't mind studying film, you know, for the next opponent. You, 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 you were, you were, you know, you would get up on big, big time games. You know, uh, if it was basketball or football, you know, I would let you know that this, this, you know, we would, we would, we would scout. We would scout who we needed to scout and uh, especially football. You know, if there were some big time receivers, I would really, really talk to you and you would study them. And then uh, sometime a couple games, you, 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 you were a little, and it, it, the adrenaline overtook you sometime, but once you settled down, you were okay. Yeah, that's, that's one thing about it. You don't know, the preparation is good for the mental, but the emotional yeah. aspect is something you cannot control. Yeah. Once you get out there, you got to do your best to hurry up and settle in. But emotionally, when you get them fans out there and things like yeah. that, that's that's a whole different ball game. Yeah, you uh, you really. It was a big game you had for um, I think it was Bayview, and uh, you you really really played a good game, an excellent game that year. I think you had a run back for a touchdown. Uh, I think you had two or three interceptions. You really really was focused that game. Uh, we had a big game playoffs. I think it was Brookfield School. Yeah, Brookfield. Yeah, big time receiver. I thought the adrenaline overtook you in the beginning of the game, but. Like I said, eventually when you figured it out, you 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 were okay. Yeah, and I, and I think you know we talking about high school playoff game, and you compare it on a bigger scale to a national yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. kind of enjoy that win or lose. You got to kind of enjoy that either way, you know. Because right, right, right. You know, the people, who, you know, especially last year, didn't didn't even get to play. But yeah. they, you know, to consider getting to the big big game, you got to just soak all that in either way too. You know, that's. Not everybody gets to play in the big national championship. Yeah, when you talk about a, a national big time game like that, man, you know that's what you that's what you play for. That's what it really uh, uh, boils down to, you know. And so it's just it's just hard to stay out of them games unless you just totally can't go. Yep. You know, if you got any to give, you're going to give it because you want to experience it. You know, and, and and a lot of times you never experienced it, and then sometimes you'll never experience it again. You know, so yeah. yeah. So this this will be an interesting year. I know we we kind of we kind of have a uh, rooted and uh, supported Lee. We talk about Lee a couple times on the podcast from a distance, watching Tawawatosa East games. But for me, in, in your situation, this would have been a tough year because we wouldn't we wouldn't have been playing M- M- MPS and like a lot of school districts across the country. Uh, depending on where you're at, you, if your your you know district is not testing for COVID, you wouldn't be playing. So uh, we would be having no football season and no basketball season. So, you know, I think we kind of talked about it with a couple of people, but what would our preparation be like? You know, especially if this was my senior year, what would we be doing to make sure, or, or junior year, you know, either year is, is pivotal to make sure we still getting the work in? Uh, I'm going to be honest. It, it, it would have been very tough. I talked to uh, Leon's dad all the time. And before they even actually got a chance to play, man, I mean, yeah, you know, same thing. We would have been doing the same thing, you know, working out fires in the house, uh, uh, exercising, studying film. But eventually that, you know, that's just, you know, you want to be out there. You want to play. And that's what was happening with Leon the third. That was happening to him, man. He was just want to get out there. He want to play. This is junior year and all that. Just uh, watching film, working out, dribbling the ball in the basement, dribbling the ball outside. You know, they, they, they get old because you want the contact, you want the excitement, you want to play, you know. So we would have been doing basically the same thing, man, just watching film, trying to keep you, your, your head your head right, you know, uh, working out, you know, eating right, 
you know, and uh, but at the same time, I know you, I know the competitiveness you have in you. It would have been tough. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a coach, and I'm, but I'm also just like a fan of, of most of these kids and, and just seeing how it's not a lot of opportunities. It's not a lot of uh, resources that's being put in place to make sure that they get to places. Some schools are shutting down. Uh, programs right. are, you know, being, you know, not properly funded. It's tough mm-hmm. to see how many of these, especially class 2021, um, student athletes are, are not going to have a home to go to for athletics, you know, college athletics in the fall. It's, and we would have been, you know, because of the school I went to, we would have been in that situation, you know, and luckily I got you, but. You know, if a lot of kids don't got that that figure in the home, you got to go about it yourself. You know, you got to write the letters yourself. You got to call these coaches yourself. Yeah, yeah. You got to try to find these showcases or camps. They are out there. Absolutely, absolutely. If you if you a junior or senior, you got to get after it, man. Because with the transfer portal and with the NCAA grant, everybody is space to come back. Uh, you you got to you got to still take this thing serious, otherwise. You know, you're going to go from a year or two of not playing because of COVID to, to not playing forever. And, you know, a lot of you guys have invested and young ladies too much time um, into this craft. So uh, make sure that you you got to do the legwork, you know, do the legwork yourself to still create those opportunities for yourself. That's what I would say. Well, you also got to think about, man, when you have done something from peewee on to your junior, uh, your your junior, your senior year, and you're not injured, but you have to stop because of a pandemic. And then uh, uncertain, you know, not knowing uh, that can really, really mess with you, you know. So like you said, man, you have to. Uh, uh, not only do the things I said earlier, but like you said, you have to write your letters, you know, and uh, and try to get your contacts in order and move forward, you know. Yep. Yeah. So in saying that, we we both witnessed it. We, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, this first semester of you know in college it just ended. You know, and ended. It, students are coming back. They're everybody going back to school. Uh, grades came out in college. Now we talking about in college. You know, a couple students didn't do as good as they you know, normally would have or they should have. In college, how did you uh, go about monitoring my academic progress? Did you feel like that was solely on me? Did you still share the same enthusiasm um, about, you know, making sure I got three, but did it still matter getting 3.0s, 4.0s? Was that just solely on me at that point? Well, from coming from uh, the Bond family, I know everybody's different how they uh, do things, but no, I still was just as on 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 top of things like I was when you were in you know uh, elementary all the way through high school, you know, I constantly, if you recall, I constantly was on top of you about your grades, keep your grades up, even you know wanting you to stay on the dean's list or the chant or chandler list, you know, uh, that that meant a whole lot to me, you know, and I wanted it to mean a whole lot to you. It wasn't it wasn't a situation where okay now you graduated from high school now it's on you, no. It didn't work like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if you if you recall, I, I monitored your grades, stayed on you about your grades, wanted you to show me your grades. But at the same time, when you got your bachelor's, I, I was the first to say, OK, let's go and get the master's, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I was hands on because I felt that you can do that as well. And 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 then same thing with the masters. Okay, let's see what you're doing, you know, and and monitoring that as well, you know. And then then it got to the point where when you got your master's degree, I said, okay, son, let's take it further. But that's when you stopped me and you said, okay, pops, uh, uh, six years, it's time uh, trying to get time to get paid. So yeah, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, so this is the scenario, right? You know, like we just said, Grace came out, a couple student athletes in Lucy, right? Got parents now who uh, want to know, you know, what my son, you know, been doing. Why weren't you guys on top of it as a university or, you know, not just our program, but across the country? Why are you guys not tracking this thing or getting them the support that he needs? So do you feel like it's a fine line or do you feel like it's solely on that student athlete or, well, you know, is it on the parents still to make sure that your child is doing what they're supposed to do? What, what's your take on that? Well, I do understand some of the parents too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just happen to be a parent that was very big on education. You know where I come from. We have professors in the family and we'll speak on that. Congratulations again, son. But we have uh, uh, administrators in certain points in, 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 the, in the collegiate area. And um, uh, we're just big on that. So, but I going back to the other parents, I do understand because now, OK, you, you're grown now. You know, you should be able to. I have spoken to parents like that. OK, you're grown. You got to get up. You got this costing money. You need to get up and, and, and get the grades. You know, if you don't get it, your money goes to waste. You know, so, you know, it's, 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 it's it depends on the structure you come from. You know, not saying that it's you know, I'm not going to say just because a parent wasn't on top of their child that they that they were wrong. You know, like I said, I got close friends that say it's OK. Once you turn 18 or 19, whatever the case may be. And now you you should want to get your degree. Yeah. You know, you should want to get up and go to class every day. That's your responsibility. I did all of that, you know, before that. You know what I mean? So. Now, now you should be mature enough to be able to do all that yourself. Yeah, that's why that was, you know, for me, it's important to get the grades in college. And the reason I say that is because now it's a business transaction. It's all about, you know, you're paying for this education now or somebody is giving you scholarship money or grants. So it's paper. Uh, So for me, you know, it was sometimes where I would have something on my award letter one semester and then it'd be some other money available the next semester because I kept the grades up, you know, you know, somebody that somebody didn't say, Oh, we're going to throw them now. You know? So for me, that was my whole motivation. Like I get more money, you know, so let's do it. Um, you know, so, you know, for me, you know, I'm, I'm not going to throw out no names or people. That's not what I'm trying to do, but I would get more on the the student first. Like, is this really what you want to do? Like you said, this is what you want to do. You know, the demands of, uh, what you're trying to accomplish, why are you not doing the work? You know, uh, everybody has a role to play, though. The school has a role to play to support academic services or resources. Coaches have a role to play to make sure that they check in. I think parents do too, uh, despite the distance, but it all starts with that individual. You know, nobody can care more about you than you. So uh, that's kind of where I, I, the way I look at it, you know, you know, I think sometimes the, 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 the blame gets passed too far than where it should. Sometimes. Yeah. One of my closest friends is a superintendent and he would also tell me, you know, that there's other money out there. Yeah. And, you know, as you spoke about that, you know, it could be for grades, it could be for certain things. And that's why I kept, you know, on you about that as well. Keep your grades up because like you said, there, there, there's, there's benefits to this, you know what I mean? And there's organizations that's trying to help you out as long as you're trying to help yourself. You know, so, so you're right. And it's not easy. I don't care what division, if it's one division, two division, three. I don't even care if you ain't playing sports. Uh, you know, if you 
have to dedicate. You have to stay disciplined for whatever degree or whatever career path you're trying to do. You know, it's going to be parties. It's going to be, you know, things that you can be doing instead of doing that homework. But it's on you now, you know. So you got to do what you got to do to make sure that you you, you graduate. You know, I just talked to a cat today, graduating two and a half years. It's the first time I ever had heard that, you know. So right. it can't be done. It can't be done. So in saying well, that, go ahead. Before, before you say that, but if you ever noticed, there have been some parents that, Okay, you know, maybe first semester you you you're you're adjusting, but you know, you get to the uh, uh, sophomore year and you're still not doing what you're supposed to do. Then that's why some parents say, "Well, it's best you come home." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because you're not doing anything. So, so it, it, like you said, it, it's got to be on you. And at that time stage of your life, you should you you should want to be able to push yourself to to get the proper grades that you need to. Uh, Pursuit, pursue your career. Yes, sir. Yes, I definitely agree with that. So, in saying that, it's, it's truly important. Uh, it's truly important right now for, for, for that virtual learning that's going on across the country. That's not easy. I hate to bust my bust my boy out. You know, my, my nephew, he fell asleep the other day. So, you know, it's, it's tough on everybody. You know, it's tough on everybody. So, uh, it's good practice, but you don't have to do it now and you have to do it when you get in college so that's one advantage that i do see coming out of this thing that you know i'm talking to a guy now he said that senioritis is kicking in virtually you know so right, right. you gotta do it you gotta do it you know what I mean? right 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 i just i just seen a parent on the news and she said that she's a teacher slash parent yeah and she just she just really really said it's it's frustrating and so she got to teach her cat class while her son absolutely yeah yeah absolutely so she was like need to get back in the building so yeah today was my first day so I appreciate that you know it, it's it's different being on the other side of the classroom so it's definitely different uh, the nerves was kicking in but I appreciate the support from everybody and uh, you know telling me that I can do it including this guy across from me on the screen. So that was, that was, uh, that's what made me want to accept the opportunity in the first place, you know, getting people. It's important to have, I think a Mr. Allen, when I was at Morris, a Mr. White, who was at Morris and Marshall for a little bit, uh, just, just, you know, think of Dr. Gallian, you know, people, you know, people uh, who were in academia, who were teachers or uh, administrators, uh, Dr. Ronick, who came to get about him, you know, just, just looked like me to help me, you know, navigate Longmire, uh, who else, Mr. Uh, you know, a couple people at Tech, a couple of them teachers at Tech, uh, Sarge, you know, all those all those teachers, man, they help uh, seeing them in the hallway and they just wanted you to be successful. You know, you just wanted to be something because you've seen them do it. So uh, for me to get this opportunity, it's a blessing, you know, so it, it was definitely a good day today. Well, as it pops, it's a, it was an honor for you to uh, become a professor. Uh, I usually, you know, you know, I, I have your name became Catch Twenty Two when you were playing football. Yeah, it was MJ when you when when you needed to, you know, I need to talk to you about some serious. Then you became MJ, but as of today, you're Professor Bond, far as I'm concerned. I appreciate you earned it. you you earned it. You worked hard for it. You 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 listen to uh, your parents. We gave you the foundation, and we set it out, and with the help of the people that you named, and some some more, Miss Bloyer. Oh yeah, my real close. You have to call her name, and she's gonna get mad at me. She really helped us out a whole lot. Miss Jerker. 
Miss Jeffka, you know, with the support of all the ones you named, Gloria and Jeffka. And it was another one. And you, what's her name? Miss Ty. You know, they, they wanted the best for you all, you know. So, so what I'm saying is that prepared you for where you're at today. Yeah. The question I have for you, what is the biggest difference? You say you're on the other side now. Yeah, so what's yeah. the biggest difference? The biggest difference is now as a student, the information that I'm trying to retain so that I can study the best way I need to study, the best way that I need to navigate so that I can pass the course at the end of the day uh, for whatever field that I'm trying to be in. Now you have to make sure, you know, however many in this class, however many different learning styles, however many ways you got to get the information across for these students to retain it. You got to do that. And everything is important, starting from the syllabus to how you present the information to the PowerPoints, to, to the textbook that you're using, you know, to where you're standing in the classroom. It all it all adds up because for one student, that may be good, but for the next one, it, it might be, you know, it might not work. And it, it ain't like that. I started writing at high school. I'm starting right at the college level. So, you know, you, you're talking to people that know some stuff, you know, just because they come into your course, they have some background knowledge on the subject because they've been taking some prerequisites or whatever. Um, so, you know, you're you going to get some people that test your theories and test what you what you trying to present to the class. And you got to be prepared. Uh, you just can't, you know, oh, be quiet. This is my classroom or you can get out. Nah, you know, this is it's a university setting. So, you know, you just got to really, uh, really understand it's not just about you. It's for everybody. You know, everybody has to learn. It. Uh, that's the big that's the big thing that I got to really adjust to right now. You know, if I'm not prepared, nobody is prepared. You know, as a student, if I'm not prepared. I can get through the class day that day by somebody else asking questions or whatever notes that they take to be, if you want to be honest, uh, not, not, not right now. Like I can't do that with the position I'm in right now. If I'm not prepared, ain't nobody learning. They're, they wasting their money. So that's a, that's the tough part right now. You gotta, you gotta own the responsibility that you have. Well, I think a little bit of advice I think is, you know, uh, you have always prepared for games you prepared for school well, you prepare for college. So it's just like you said, it's on another level now. You just got to prepare your assignments or prepare and be focused on what you're teaching. And I think you'll be okay. I appreciate that. It's definitely something that I'm going to see if I want to continue to do. Uh, but mm. the good thing is God got my foot in the door. You know, so That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That's the, that's whatever, you know, whatever information that, you know, some of you young cats listening to, whenever you get an opportunity, don't turn your nose up at it. You know, you got to, you got right. opportunity. Somebody open the door for you. Go through it. Go through it. Right. You never know. I appreciate that. Psychology, sensations, and perceptions. So we just ain't going. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, your brother asked me one day, Calvin asked me, he says, uh, what is he teaching? Yeah. Well, he asked his mom. And I said, psychology. And he said, psychology what? And then his mom said, psychology. And he, he says, mom, tell pops it's, a, it's, it's, it's psychology something. So I need to know that. So I'm glad you're telling me that. Say it again so I'll be able to tell him. Sensations and perceptions, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. So, okay, I got it. That's okay. So, okay. Yeah, Moving, you know, right along with that, uh, you know, it, it, it's good to see too. Not only the representation, but it's good to, uh, like you always said, too, have your 
your uh, hand in different, you know, coaching, profession, diversity work. It's just good to have your hand in different things because I think it's all playing a part for what the world is looking like right now. You know, it's this uh, it's tough times, you know, and, and as much as you can be a resource as these students, as these young men and young ladies come from their hometowns, I think that's that's important because, you know, that's, it, can, it, can, it can get scary. You know, it can get scary. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. We want I wanted to talk about it was I was riding with Moody one day, we, you know, kind of talking about, you know, uh, education things. We was, we was riding and we was listening to B100 or, you know, I shouldn't even said the name, but it's a commercial that play on, on the air, air uh, radio. And it's uh, it says something about if your ties, uh, you know, kids being a rapper, rappers or uh, athletes or something like that, you know, you know, it's, 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 they were basically trying to say it's more careers. But if you're tired of all these kids doing this, you know, explore this avenue. Drug. If you're tired of seeing rappers, athletes, and drug dealers in your communities, here's another, you know, uh, opportunity for you to get involved in. And Moody said, I, I don't see that in my neighborhood. You know, she said, I don't like this commercial. Uh, so basically, you know, uh, what I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, how do you think we can go about getting more people involved in different, you know, opportunities or careers? And, and when did this stereotype of, you know, being an athlete or being a rapper or whatever, why is it so negative in our community? Well, to answer that, the reason rappers and, you know, athletes get a negative, as far as what I think the reason is, you know, they get a negative perception is because, you know, once something happened with an athlete or a rapper, we're going to stereotype right away. You know what I mean? And then next thing you know, they feel like all athletes are like that. All rappers is like that. Today I heard uh, on the news, it's a big time rapper wanted for murder. So you know what the first thing people are going to want, they're going to say, they're going to say they, they all like that. Yeah. You know, and the same thing with athlete. Once an athlete do something off the field, then, you know, all athletes are like that, you know. But I think, you know, the schools, you know, once they it comes from the political, once you, you, you know, a lot of programs got cut back, got eliminated. Once you get these programs and stuff, if you can get them back into the schools and somehow get budgets set for certain things where, kids have that's what they see now that's what they see they don't see a lot of different avenues you know what i mean yeah. so uh especially during the pandemic pandemic the kid a lot of kids are on their phones man they're on their phones they the tiktoks and the, uh, all this stuff man what do you see you see dancers you see athletes you see rappers you know so kids want to do that but you got to get programs back into the school when we when we were in school man you know there was a uh, dentistry there was nursing yeah. there was uh even when you was in school there was a uh, plumbing ran into one of your teachers uh two or three years ago man in uh longmire uh, and he was speaking on they were cutting the programs for you know the shop courses down at tech you know and, and that helped a lot of people that didn't really want to further their education, you know, as far as getting a degree, they were getting, uh, you know, experience, plumbing, electrician and building houses. And some of those to this day, some of those people, man, they that's how they make their living right now. You right. know, so yeah. once you once you show. See, I tell uh, Mariah, I tell her like this, you know, you can be we have talked about being 
president. We have talked about being vice president. We have talked about being a teacher, doctors, nurses. We have talked about all that. But even this weekend, she she did a great performance at her uh, her cousin's uh, house and she was singing and dancing. And I even praised her on that. I even told her, you know, uh, oh, man, what she did. She did well. But sometimes you have to, whatever they tapped into at that time of their life, you have to praise them and make sure that, you know, you get the best. Everybody's not going to be a doctor. Everybody's not going to be a nurse. But those conversations do be addressed with me and her, you know. That's why I was wondering what went into this when That's because, like I said, it, you know, it's something that has happened or, 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 or it, you know, in the athletic world or the rapping world. And now, you know, people got a stigma, you know, and, and then, you know, the vid- sometimes the videos are not appropriate. So yeah. people, they, they, they do judgments on that. And, you know, so, you know, it, it, it becomes, you know, where, you know, you, people draw their own conclusions and they say, you know, uh, that's they 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 they're bad people and you know but they but they but you know like the fathers that of of my friend you know your friends and and their fathers what we try to do as friends we try to get you know set up athletics for you guys to stay busy it was teaching see what athletics was doing for y'all was teaching you discipline teaching you to respect young uh, to become a respectful young man. To be able to take orders and show some kind of leadership, yeah, you know, and and a, a lot of your colleagues, you know, a lot of them went far. Some went far, some went far, further. Some got scholarships, but to me, at that time, you had some great men in place teaching these young men and about education, and you know that, and even even praying, praying before games, religion, we 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 taught all of that, man. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So I'm glad you, we, we kind of talked about that because you know, me and me and me and Moody was riding, and we both kind of felt some way about that. You know, what I mean? you know as you know, younger as you told me many many times, they kind of ignorant to stuff that, in a certain way, they kind of ignorant to the things that are going on around them. And we know Moody has definitely seen some things that has traumatized her a little bit, but she sounded very hopeful in that moment, and I was glad that she did. That you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's other things that are going on in my neighborhood that I don't feel like, you know, I'm surrounded by a bunch of nobodies that's not going nowhere. You know, and I had a proud uncle moment listening to her at that time. Like you have had proud, you know, granddaddy moments, pop-up moments. So that, that that was something that I wanted to bring up, you know. So, you know, if any if anybody has any comments or any feedback on, on that, you know, give it to us. We'd love to discuss it. You know, we'd love to talk about it. Um, and keep this conversation rolling uh, with you guys. So your boy, your boy, uh, is, is traded now from uh, from Houston. All right, and we know that, and you know he got to where he wanted to go ultimately with Brooklyn. Um, and you know, like uh, Demarcus Cousins said, you know, uh, in his opinion, the disrespect started long ago before the yesterday's interview, where he said that you know his time in Houston was done. 
do you feel like things were handled in a professional manner with that situation? Well, you know me, I'm old school. I don't think so. But somewhere along the line, and you could see it last night interview, that he was done. Yeah. And they realized, they realized it, believe me, they, 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 were, they wanted it to try to make it work, but he had checked out. He had checked out. You can see it in his game. You can see it in his conversation, his interview. He, he even said that some of the players are not, not good enough. You know, so, so he, yeah, so he had checked out and then how do you, you know, how do you play with a guy that feel that way? And then he don't want to be there. He's not there. He's not there. He's just going through the motions, man. So no, I don't think it was handled right, but he did. One thing he did do, he did begin another season. He did ask to be traded and they, they, you know, for whatever reason it, it couldn't get done. So what happens? What happens next, man, when you don't want to be at a place? You know, you you start showing the things that he he was doing. So it almost like we gotta we gotta trade him now. We gotta move him and get some some kind of compensation or something, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I agree with I agree with you. I don't think it was handled professionally. Every point you take the fun out of the game. You know, when you mix business, we all know this, when you mix business with, with, with some childhood game that brings a lot of excitement and it gets ugly. And this is one of the ugly, <laughs> ugly cases that we have seen in a, in a you know, long time. But, you know, hopefully he finds his happiness, you know, over there. But, you know, you're walking into a situation where now it seems like Kyrie don't even want to be in Brooklyn, you know, for personal reasons. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bunch yeah. going on. But I think in Kyrie's case, he's trying to make a point, you know, when he's missing games, that, that that money can be going back into society for better better improvement of, of communities and so social you know justice and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's just tough right now. You're seeing a lot of uh, agendas being put on display, in my opinion. Well, Kyrie, you know, a lot of people. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot, but some people disagree with the way you know, you know how it is, man. You know, you're making X amount of dollars. You need to be out there playing. You know, but Kyrie has always been bigger than, you know, it's been more, it wasn't just about basketball for him. You know what I mean? You know, he's, he's, he's been, you know, he's boisterous about Black Lives Matters, politics. So, so yeah, he, he's just trying to, uh, he's about a better community, better, uh, not just basketball, I should say, you know, so, you know, a lot of people, huh? Do you think that, uh, what was I was I get ready to say in both of these uh, situations, you know, the old saying is you're, you know, you, you, you are who you hang around. Do you think in both of these situations, they around people that's not directing them properly? You know, the, you know, like James Harden, you go out ball or, you know, where anything is, is uh, you know, people are not, um, you know, I think, I'm not going to totally say that in Kyrie's situation. I think I think Harden, you know, I think Harden just somewhere along the line, uh, somewhere between the organization and Harden, there was some some disrespect, gotcha. you know, and, and you know, and and it just grew to the point, you know, how I go. I mean, I feel that I can give you all I can give you. You know, you you say you gave what you could give me, and it's still not getting done. It's it's got to be a change. You know, so, you know, so. Yeah, we don't see how it pans out. We don't see what happens from it. 
sometimes sometimes you got to understand that you do have people that's really really guiding you yeah. and and directing you but you sometimes don't take heed to the direction that they're trying to you know guide you you know you know so so i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna totally say that you know there's no one directing them sometimes you just feel like hey i'm gonna do this you know what i mean Mm -hmm.
you know, so you got to do, you got to do the things that the physicians say. I mean, not just that you gotta, you gotta wear your mask, wash your hands, but make sure if you can, you know, some people can't do to health issues, but if you can exercise, take your vitamins and, uh, and just try to stay safe as possible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, the, way, the way I want to wrap it up today, uh, you know, hopefully everybody still here, enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed the, the junior senior today, Mike Brown junior senior. Uh, you know, I want to tell all you guys out there, man, I know, you know, January, February can be very tough. You know, the holidays just passed. Uh, everybody's going back to their normal activities. Uh, but if you if you need some type of support, man, we are here. If you need some type of, uh, you know, somebody a ear, you know, we are here. We probably won't have the answers or, you know, we won't be able to uh, resolve whatever is going on. You know, we don't have the magic wand, but um, go to somebody that you trust, man. This is still, you know, you just, you just overcame a tough and trying year. You know, don't don't throw away some precious like life or. Uh, whatever feel like whatever circumstance you you are in is the end you know we had a situation up here that had to take place and you know for everybody that you know is hearing his voice or my dad's voice uh just know man you are loved you have a purpose so um you know that'll be the listen listen son message right there you know if you need anything um if you're struggling man reach out don't bother that stuff in man it, it, it can eat you alive so that's where we gonna go you got anything else pop no, basically, I agree with you, man. Uh, if we have survi- survived this year, uh, continue to uh, pray. And uh, like Mike Jr. said, uh, that, you know, reach out. Reach out to someone. It has been tough for all of us. And be safe. Thanks once again, my fraternity and sorority of listeners of Listen Son Podcast. Please, women and men, please like, subscribe, and share. Continue to support our goals to connect untold special real-life stories.